1: Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude.
0: With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me.
1: With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart.
0: With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become.
1: I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade.
0: I hear the wilds, And know it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West.
1: These are the spaces beyond the door.
0: Let's be legendary.
1: go into the cave, going back to the spot where Lord Longfellow died.
0: As we are going, I'm explaining to Taldin what happened with Lord Longfellow.
1: Okay. They're taking it all in, asking questions about how Lord Longfellow seemed to interact with his guests and things like that. It was weird. It was very weird. But Talia, as you come to the area where Lord Longfellow died, Uh you recall how when the cold iron had hit the ground and stuff, how it had left divots and stuff in the ground. You come to where Lord Longfellow died and have to stop short as you look down into a pit that you cannot see the bottom of. Oh,
0: no. Oh. Shit. I'm going to find a rock. It's a cave, right? There's yeah, rocks. Yeah. I cast light on it and drop it down into the pit.
1: It goes down. Down down until the lights fell is swallowed up by darkness
0: can i borrow your wings no but you can hide on my back no you have to attune with them it takes a half hour before you do i pop my wings be careful okay i'm going to slowly float down well
1: okay it's a ways how long does the light spell last like an hour yeah okay
0: so does my wings so right you know?
1: yeah so you go
0: oh shit i check my pocket watch before i start okay. going down so i know what time it is
1: okay early afternoon yeah, yeah early like noon, noon
0: or something.
1: so it reads like 12 15 okay so heading down you're going down for about 10 minutes Oof. and still can't see the bottom
0: can i see the light nope how long do you want to go for? I think after our ten minutes, I go back up. Can you, like, bury it? some? <laughs> I'm sure that won't. I'm sure it'll just be, it'll be fine if we just bury it. I'm <laughs> sure nothing bad will happen. Well, how do you get iron out of the Feywilds? How do you get iron? I look at Teldin. How do you get iron out of the Feywilds?
1: They shake their head. I... This was more than I had expected.
0: You know, this would have been really fucking great when I made the deal. If he could have informed me, don't break the best thing that could be used against Fade. Oh yes, because he is so very forthcoming with extra information. No, of course not. I'm just saying it would have been nice. nice, nice. He can't hear you here. Hope not. Anyway, God damn it. Great, now i have totally fucked up an ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your, your land's already fucked up. My corrupted land, my corrupted world.
1: Something like that.
0: Damn it. Well, maybe we'll just poke out the other side, and then we'll have an ice field rail system from one part of the Feywild to the other. I don't know if that's that the way that works. There's gotta be something we could do. Can I manipulate the land? You have before. Can you bring it up? That's what I'm. Tra- that's what I'm thinking. So I'm going to see what happens when I try to do that.
1: Okay. So make me a wisdom check real quick. Wisdom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're leaking, Faye. Oh, that's not so good. Ten. Total of ten. Yeah. Should I blow okay. that point on it? Yeah. Okay. That's better. Twenty-one.
1: You had done this slightly before, feeling your realm like feeling the extent of it, feeling this now, like being aware of this now, you feel it like a wound. And it is deep. The iron, even though they're all small bits, ate and eroded and it hurt the land. You could cover it up, but there would always be this scar on it. Trying to like bring it up. You feel you probably could. It's gonna take a lot of effort though. So I need you to make another wisdom check.
0: Okay. I'm going to use different dice. Which one should I use? What says Faye to you? This one. The birthday dice. Oh! Birthday isn't so great. Let's let's blow another luck point on that. But I got a better one. That's not so great. Uh, 13.
1: 13. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You are able to- Can I
0: cast Guidance on myself?
1: Yes, I would allow allow that.
0: Let's do Guidance. D4. (laughs) 14. Okay.
1: (laughs) So you sort of reach your hand forward, imagining that as the point you want to raise, and you slowly start bringing your hand up, and you feel it starting to come up, but you also suddenly feel this hot, burning sensation in your hand as you take six points of psychic damage go ahead and make another wisdom check
0: okay can i use guidance again yep okay that's better that's good what is it Uh, 13. okay 21.
1: so again you're raising it up and you feel the earth give way faster easier as you're grasping it with more intent you still do feel the pain and take another five points of psychic damage. But with that, you are able to actually bring up the earth back to level. In fact, it actually kind of creates like a little extra mound of earth. But you are able to feel the iron. And actually, even as you bring it up, you see that it is still eroding. Even as you you brought it up, as the various points of iron are still eating away at the ground.
0: Can I see where they are? Like, specifics?
1: Make a investigation check, but I'll allow you to take five on it. And also guidance.
0: Oh, yeah, hit me. Boop! Get you for three. Uh, Thirteen.
1: Thirteen? That's enough. It takes a little bit, and by the time you find it, the mound that had raised up had started to melt back down into a slight divot. Right. But you finally... Find the last bit, and the hissing stops.
0: Does she feel any different afterwards?
1: There's still a wound, but it's like getting the bullet out of the wound will help it to eventually heal. There's still currently definitely a a mark upon the energy of the realm.
0: I am so sorry, honey. I had no idea. Neither of us did. I put the iron in the bag of holding. Okay. I can feel it though. It's a bound from it. It's not really a bound so much as it's so cold. I guess we can go back now. Is there any more? Is it was that the only place?
1: That was the only place you guys had use the cold iron shots. Right.
0: Yeah, we didn't use it on anybody else. It was just the old fellow. <sighs> yeah, we can go back. The less you're in the Feywilds, the better right now. exactly Yes, well... Uh, so, not much of a field trip, sorry. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, it's more than any of my fellows have uh, been able to manage.
0: <laughs> it's the rock that I threw down there still glowing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, as it sits up on the... <laughs> yeah, as it sits in the...
0: It looks salesman rock. Well, there you go. Here, have a wild rock. <laughs> um. It glows from the energy of the Feywilds. <laughs> I can't lie so I couldn't even have made that joke but Maybe it is glowing because of the magic of the Feywild
1: Celine, I-, I saw you cast Light on it
0: <laughs> Well <laughs> Aren't you smart? Okay let's go back
1: Right Are <laughs> uh, you headed straight to Blue Peak then? Or, oh you said you're going tomorrow We're going to tomorrow Right uh, well, um, where, where do we They're looking around for a door
0: Oh yes, I go to the wall of the cave and open a door back to tell them this home.
1: That is very convenient.
0: Is you have no idea. It's Again. very convenient.
1: So they go back through. There's
0: a moment where I hesitate.
1: So, Celine, Celine, I will actually say, while in the Feywild, buzzing with this kind of energy that you have right now,
0: it's hard to go back.
1: It's really hard.
0: It, like it hurts
1: it's like if you had spent the last month living in a pool with that sort of just free floating feeling and then finally having to come back onto land
0: so I do hesitate I look back through the door worried I'm looking away from you yeah I know. Take my hand, Talia. I do. And I give her a tug towards me. I squeeze your hand. And I close my eyes and I go through. And shut the door behind me. Why don't you stay here and get a massage or something? Oh, no. I... I... no. I'm... I'm just gonna go check on Nikki. Oh, I... I actually need to talk to Nikki as well. You look tired. I am tired. Well, you can talk to Nikki later. Just stay here and relax, all right? I'm sure Charlton has all sorts of other questions. Mm. <laughs> Celine is like, oh, yeah, yes, I'm sure they do. Just stay here, get pampered by- His name's Arnold, be nice to him, he's my friend. Arnold, <laughs> and just relax for a little bit, okay? And I'll be back when I'm done. Come okay. back soon, all right? Of course. I just want you to get relaxed, all right? All right. All right. So, <laughs> Taddy's gonna go on a few errands.
1: <laughs> okay. So, Teldon uh, insists on paying for whatever. Massage or anything?
0: No, I really can pay for it myself.
1: Yes, I'm aware of that. You <laughs> gave me sixty thousand gold. It is
0: far too low.
1: It is far too much.
0: Far too low.
1: It is.
0: Don't argue with me.
1: Allow me. I am a
0: failure. Don't argue <sighs> with me. I I really can. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know if I want a massage. I just want to sleep. Hot tub. <laughs> I'd rather avoid the hot tubs if it's alright. <clears throat> Would rather just avoid those. Very well. Steam room.
1: Yes. That, that sounds lovely. So they do pay. They pay. They are very insistent upon that.
0: Okay. And I, I let them.
1: Mm-hmm. go now so you and them go to the steam room. Oh. They, they they have a couple different steam rooms, but they also have private ones where, like, uh-huh. you can have small groups. Yeah. Uh, so that's the one that they take you to. Oh,
0: it smells like eucalyptus in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Talene.
0: Talden?
1: How have you been?
0: Um...
1: That is perhaps an unfair question, seeing as you can't lie.
0: I look offended. (laughs) I give them a look like, excuse me?
1: Celine, everyone lies to that question. Oh, right. So, to ask it of someone who can't lie is unfair. So, perhaps a more fair question is. (laughs) They're struggling to think of a better version of the question. If you would not mind answering. How has recent developments made you feel? I thought you wanted to know about the Feywild. I do, but I saw what transpired just a little while ago. I saw you reluctant to leave. And you have...
0: There's no reason for me to be reluctant to leave. the place that I am not from and that nothing that I know is and no one I care about. Everything I know and everyone I care about is on this side of the door.
1: Yes, however, a part of you is from there, and with what has been described to me, you are currently much more in tune with that place.
0: It does not matter.
1: Celine, it's. it is alright to feel confusion, it is alright to feel fear. It is normal to feel some desire for a place that holds a significance to you. You know what I hear most often from people who hate, despise what I am? You know what I hear most often?
0: What do you hear most often?
1: Go back to hell. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said there weren't times when I wish I could go there just to get away from everything here.
0: Yes, but then wouldn't the full-blooded demons tell you to go back to else
1: Most likely. Or they'd probably chain me up and enslave me, or eat me, or... I, I don't know. <laughs> the hell plane hasn't exactly been a hard point of study for me. Everything I have read about the Fate Wild has said it is very... Alluring. Very... hypnotic.
0: I cannot say that that is inaccurate. It's like being in a dream.
1: Indeed. It felt as if everything was alive. Even the ground, the cave that we were in, felt as if it was a living presence.
0: And she gets kind of a sad smile on her face as she tails off. It doesn't matter, so.
1: Celine, it matters. It matters because it matters to you.
0: But it doesn't matter. Because no matter what is in the Feywild or how I feel about it, everything I know and everything I care about is here.
1: They have this thoughtful look on their face.
0: Selene's just kind of looking off.
1: Just because you are where the things you love are does not mean does not mean that is where you are supposed to be. I'm not saying that means you are meant to be in the Feywild, it's one person's experiences cannot define everyone's. I am simply explaining to you, it is not unnatural or strange to be feeling this way.
0: Perhaps not, but it isn't right either.
1: Perhaps that isn't for you. Perhaps, who knows. I, I apologize, this was meant to be relaxing and I've gone and asked.
0: No. And Céline closes her eyes like she's trying to think.
1: We, we can, we, we don't need to talk
0: about this anymore. No. I. What are they like, Taran?
1: With all that you have read. Well... What are people like? It's much the same question. Fae come in all shapes and sizes, all temperaments. They share a few certain traits, much like people do. But everything I've read says that They are wide and varied as people. So, some are greedy, some are kind, some are playful, some are malicious. Some are beautiful, some are horrifying.
0: Then why is it that every every single phase that I have encountered has been Has been what? Beautiful and terrible. Cruel. They pause. How am I supposed to accept that there is a part of me that is becoming more prevalent that is also beautiful and terrible?
1: Silly, not all Fae are like that. You... (sighs) Yes, you're correct. Among the fae lords and ladies, beauty is a common factor usually, or some form of attractiveness. I would think that has more to do with the fae that are powerful enough to become fae lords and ladies are often overconcerned with their outward appearance. Or, say rather, Fae cannot lie with their words, not directly. So they use other methods of deception. One thing that they found very useful in deceiving mortals is... ...beauty.
0: Being beautiful to lie how terrible they are.
1: They nod. And it is true that those that are the Fae lords and ladies have a certain ruthlessness to them. I believe I read once it was referred to as their vices, things that they would relentlessly pursue.
0: Yes I that as well.
1: This single-mindedness of purpose drives them to to gathering power. Whether that is their vice or not, power always serves. The further their ends.
0: I don't want to be this way, Teldon.
1: You do not want to be beautiful and terrible.
0: I do not want to feel what I am feeling.
1: And what are you feeling, Celine?
0: Chaos. I want to cause chaos. I want. There's about the me at once to I don't know how to explain it. I don't even know if I'm explaining it correctly.
1: Chaos Chaos. What do you want to do right this instant in this room?
0: Quite honestly, vanish. But the only reason that I am not worse than I am is because of how hard I have been fighting against it. Perhaps if I were to submit to what I am instead of fighting. (sighs) I'm fighting it so hard.
1: What are you fighting? The urge to break things? To hurt people?
0: She looks... Almost pained as she's trying to find the words. Cause destruction, cause disorder and madness.
1: Madness. One thing I have noticed since the day we met was your love of creating illusion.
0: And she looks up. Oh, you you mean... That...
1: Little voices, little tricks of vision. Always seemed to make one question whether or not they actually heard it.
0: No, no, that is, that is different. That is... God, is this... this... No,
1: that... Tricks of sound, tricks of sight. To make one question one's sanity.
0: Yes, but that is armless. That is
1: Correct me if I am wrong, Celine, but you had done that long before I met you. Long before you knew you were Faye.
0: That still it is armless little
1: Tricks (sighs) Pranks Mischief.
0: But, that is nothing compared to, I would never (sighs) steal children or push my enemies out a window to watch them fall for my own amusement or steal someone's soul.
1: No, you would not. And
0: if I don't fight it, how long until I do?
1: They shrug. Not all Fae are like that, Celine. It is not inherent in Fae nature to kidnap children, to delight in cruelty to their enemies. A fondness for children is certainly inherent, seemingly. And I will casually point out that. In less than the last six months, you have obtained two children that...
0: I adopted two children. I did not abduct them (laughs) to make them to serve at my parties.
1: No, you did not. Which is my point.
0: She looks kind of dejected.
1: From what you have told me, you have been displaying these traits for a significant portion of your life. Perhaps all of it. I do not think you are that type of Fae. I
0: look up.
1: Fae do not learn new tricks. What do you mean? Fae do not often change. It takes... Often... When they do, it is due to great cataclysm, or... Severely traumatic events. Usually to their kingdoms. Fae change very little. There are accounts I have read of a fey person, not a fey lord, what might be termed as a, a simple fey citizen, I suppose, who has been met multiple times by various travellers who, across the centuries, told the exact same story told the exact same joke and found it just as hilarious every time he told it. Sorry, that's adorable. <laughs> it
0: is, it is. Selina <laughs> so kind of smiles at that.
1: If you do not now have urges or feel the propensity to steal children off the street, I do not see that coming from you.
0: And what about the persons that I tortured to death? Well, frightened to death, really. He was even a prisoner, and, um... He knew too much. After we had gotten what information we could out of him, and... Talia had suggested perhaps there was some way we could make him forget, but... I didn't want to even consider that. All I could think was... I want this person to die in pain and fear, and I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that they die in pain and fear, and they died screaming and begging for mercy. And you know what I felt? I felt elated. I felt elation. I felt triumphant. I felt... Perhaps all fate do not delight in madness and chaos and the suffering of others. But I do. And I saw the way that Talia looked at me after I did that. That is why I have to stay on this side of the door. She just kind of curls up in on herself.
1: I am sorry, Celine. I, I did not know.
0: If I can just, if I can just. I know I can fight it. I know I can. Celine. I have to. I have to believe that I can.
1: For how long, Celine?
0: As long as I have to. As long as I can.
1: Celine, I do not think... <laughs> I, I do not think this is the wisest idea. I do not think you should fight it. I do not think you should give in to it. You need to reconcile it. By fighting it and shoving it away, you are... You are not stopping it. You are starving it. By not facing it, all you're doing is making it bigger. It will not go away until you deal with it. It is... Like an ocean being held back by a wall. And the walls slowly being battered away.
0: That is what the crystal felt like as well. When I touched it. Oh yes, um... You wouldn't know about that. Um...
1: The... the crystal? Uh...
0: When we, um... We created the Venosierd Quartels, um... Mm -hmm. There was a crystal that...
1: Yes, uh, Talia had mentioned.
0: Oh. Oh. Did she give you the piece of it?
1: Uh, Yes, she did. Uh, It's back in my quarters. It's... It's quite fascinating. But... Celine, A wall holding back an ocean is a very temporary solution. I... The crystal is a prime example. It is breaking... It will eventually shatter.
0: I could have shattered it myself if I had wanted to. And I wanted to. While I was touching it, it... It was no longer a crystal, it was a door. And I knew that all I had to do was...
1: They actually go quiet for a little while. Céline, you are the crystal. What do you mean? You have been fighting this, holding it back. A wall against an ocean. And slowly, that ocean has been taking you piece by piece. Leaking out, chipping away. One of two things must happen. Either you must open the door or you will break. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not 10 years from
0: now. And if I open that door, I can't think of what...
1: What's on the other side? Who's on the other side? I don't know.
0: I don't want to know.
1: Celine. what I do know is that you would not need to face whatever that is alone.
0: You didn't see the way she looked at me, Teldon.
1: I did not see the way she looked at you then. I did see the way she looked at you, looking at you through the door. I wish I had somebody to look at me like that.
0: That is what I am afraid of losing. Oh, I'm I'm sure she would still care about me, but... Would I be someone different than who she knows?
1: I... I do not know the answer to that. I have my theory, but... In the end... I do not know. What I do know, Celine, is that Talia would not be alone in standing beside you to face that. And she
0: smiles a little bit. What do you know of Faye's dreams?
1: Dreams? Uh, well, there's quite a bit written on Faye and dreams. In fact, I would say it accounts for 60% of what we had at Blue Peak. Really? Yes. Uh, there's actually quite a few strong connections to the Feywild and and dreams. Good. Uh, people purporting to travel there in their slumber, although a lot of them are unsubstantiated. Mm. There's a seeming correlation with frequent travel to the Feywild and returning there in dreams, which I would imagine, given how often uh, you two have gone.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Just you, or Tally as well?
0: As far as I know, she has not
1: May I inquire as to the subject?
0: Oh, sure, yes. but well, uh, Sometimes it is uh, running in a big field, and sometimes it is a big pile of bones and steak and things like that and uh, sometimes S- it's somewhere Talia is offended S- S-Seline. S-Seline. sometimes it's lots of belly scratches
1: Celine I-, I meant I meant I meant yours but it it's all right if you don't want to talk about it
0: oh they are all they all vary but there is one constant in some. I am in a palace of some sort. Is it yours? I don't think so. It is not in my realm. I don't think. And she pauses and thinks. Do you know of a figure in a society known as the Moonlit King?
1: It sounds vaguely familiar.
0: He is there in my dreams. What about the Queen of Night and Magic?
1: Yes, Moonlit King, Queen... Yes, Father... Uh, they're often portrayed as uh, father and daughter. Although sometimes they're portrayed as husband and wife. It, Their relationships seem to be a little odd.
0: Hmm, well, that makes, makes no sense, and so that makes sense. When I see him, he seems to think that I am his daughter.
1: Seems to think, as in he calls you by...
0: He calls me his daughter. That... And he asks me to join the dance.
1: Oh. Um, I, I assume you have not joined the dance as you're here. Uh,
0: No, and... I have joined the dance.
1: Excuse me? You've joined the dance and you were allowed to leave.
0: Should I not have been?
1: that tend to, uh, at least, again, this is new information. According, oh my
0: god, Chris! Uh,
1: according, to, according to the sources I have, which I admit are limited, fey that tend to indulge in parties and dances tend to use the dance as an excuse to have their guests never leave, or else it would be rude, as there is often always another dance. And as a guest, you are obligated to partake in the entertainment the host gives. Being in the dance and being allowed to leave suggests that the host is inattentive, which is very unusual in fey society. Or (laughs) that he's uncaring of normal fey etiquette?
0: Well, it does seem a little bit strange, but I always just chalk that up to being a fay Then again, he seems to be affected by some sort of corruption. There is a greenish pallor that spreads through one side of his face.
1: Like... Um,
0: it looks as if it is some sort of necrotic affliction, perhaps.
1: That is most unusual. Uh, certainly, nothing in the text covered uh, covered this about the Moonlit King. Nothing I can recall, at least. But if he's—you you said it comes up around his face.
0: Yes, the uh, left side.
1: Uh, perhaps it is affecting his mind?
0: I think that would be fair to say. After the first few times of him calling me his daughter, and at first, of course, I could not even tell it was a dream, I just went with it. But the last few times that I have dreamt of it, I have tried to tell him I am not your daughter. Try to. And he seemed to achieve some, some some semblance of lucidity after that. Well, actually I don't know about that. He got angry <sighs> at his daughter, who I was not. But I also sometimes look like her. He told me to run.
1: He told you to run? Like, away? Yes. From?
0: The first time I was able to get through to him. Pierce, whatever affliction is affecting his mind. He looked at me, actually looked at me, and said, told me to run, and to not come back. But I end up there almost every night, and I try to find a way out. But the more I try to find a way out, the f- it's like there is no way out. Lately, I've tried to make myself wake up. And that has mixed results. Adrian found her way into the dream.
1: Adrian? My gods.
0: I was uh, able to get her out.
1: Thank gods for that. Uh,
0: she told me there were chains around him. Chains? That smelled like brimstone.
1: Brimstone? A child spending... Millennia in the Fair Wild and out having escaped. Who knows what sort of effects that has had on her? Brimstone chains. Hmm. That is something to be thought upon.
0: All of this is something well, to be thought upon.
1: Quite. Have you managed to find your way out of the castle at any time?
0: It's Link, it's quiet.
1: I, I see. What did you find?
0: She kind of gets a little smell on her face, but it goes away immediately. I um, I found a garden. One that I had often visited in childhood.
1: The garden. You've you've told me about it before. She nods. It's outside the castle
0: In my dream it was She looks off like she's trying to remember One of the last times I was there I thought I saw a tower But I can't remember
1: There's obviously some connection to this Garden and you and the castle and the Moonlit King He is so convinced that you are his daughter. (laughs) Enough to a point that you look like her in your own dreams.
0: Is he sending me these dreams?
1: The Moonlit King? Yes. They shrug. It's quite possible.
0: But someone has to be sending them.
1: Or it's another crack in the wall.
0: He always asks me if I'm going to join the dance, and initially I was happy to, I, <laughs> I quite like dancing, but this time I told him I could only stay for one, because, oh yes, that's another thing. Um, I met another Feylord.
1: Tally had mentioned uh, something, um, Never. that name.
0: Um, Queen of Witches.
1: Yes, Nick Nevin. Yes, uh, she is mentioned as Queen of Witches more often than Nick Nevin. Uh, which I guess that's why I did not catch it right away. Um, she's often depicted as a, uh, say, giant of a, of a woman, never appearing less than twenty feet tall with uh, locks of copper wire hair.
0: For a moment, that is what she appeared as, but then she became well, quite normal-sized. But she was the one who advised me to when I'm trying to get out of the castle to perhaps look deeper in... into the castle, I, I think. <sighs> she was rather cryptic.
1: <laughs> as Faye seemed to want to do. <sighs> Celine, I... I do not know what these dreams mean. I can only offer my theories based on what little information I have gathered in my years of study.
0: What are your theories?
1: Based off of what you've told me, I believe that in some form or another, you are perhaps related to the the Moon King. Um, You are part Fae, so it has to come from somewhere if he calls you his daughter and at times you have looked like her it is possible that you are descended as far as the other things we've talked about I I have offered my advice Uh, I do not think it wise to leave this part of you caged
0: she gets quiet
1: that—that that is more advice as a friend, more than advice as an expert in fay.
0: I'm glad like
1: to have you as a friend, Talton. And I am very glad to have you and Talia as a friend. My pocketbook is extremely happy to have you two as friends. Apparently.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Are you sure it is?
1: It is. An exorbitant amount of money, you are already paying me.
0: I'm sorry to burden you with these... Whatever this is.
1: It is no burden. It is what one must do for their friends.
0: We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We'll also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in the show notes, and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public does. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Grey is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent-Grey is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit Esperar, And the tarot guide used in game can be found at BiddyTarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.